Welcome to Paintbrush and Ivories, the podcast for artists and curious creatives that connects creativity with the heart and soul. I'm Michelle Walker, and I'm here today flying solo. As some of you know, Jennifer has just done the epic migration from California across to South Carolina. And if you're in Australia from a geography point of view, that's like moving your whole world from Perth to Sydney. And so she's still settling in. And I'm looking forward to talking to her again on the podcast when she's free and able to do that. In the meantime, I'm sitting here, we're towards the end of the year. And as we kind of lead up to the whole, it's a wrap time, I know some of us are doing a bit of reflection and the year in review process from our art practice point of view, checking what were the highlights, what were some of the learnings. And if you would like a review process to round off your year with, I recommend heading back to episode 15 where we did that in December last year. You can follow along and there's a handout. If you go to the website, you'll find that. And the website is michellewalker.com.au forward slash podcast. And there's also one for the beginning of the year where you can start to dream into what year it is that you want to bring and what are the things that you would really like to achieve in the coming year. And I feel that this has brought up the topic that I want to talk about today. Sometimes when we do our reviews, we feel that things aren't going fast enough. Things aren't traveling in the direction at the speed that we would want. And that's why I've kind of given this the topic of I want my results now. Because this came up for me when I was actually it was doing a review on a side project that I've been working on and we set goals and we feel into the project at the beginning and we think through what we'd like to achieve and we come to a certain point in time where we feel like, well, you know, we should be there now. <laughs> Are we there yet? And when we do the reviews of our year, sometimes impatience for the results that we're getting might come up. And that's really what I want to talk about because I feel like this is something that can actually get in the way of our progress, this impatience. And I'm 100% with this issue. Like life just doesn't happen fast enough sometimes. And certainly me getting to where I want to be can be a case of I want to be there tomorrow. I actually, truth is, I want to be there today. And I know, you know, it's a process and that the learning process we go through is really important and that the journey is much more important than the destination. I get all that. But even though I know all that intellectually and in my heart, in part, I also want to be there straight away. Like I just want to, I want to dodge all the slog. I want to just shortcut all that and get there. And why isn't it happening? And I think part of this happens for me because I feel when I set my goals, I set reasonable goals. I set goals with a reasonable amount of lead time and I've thought that through and so when it doesn't happen fast enough that's when a level of disquiet can come in for me and I can feel hmm, a little disappointed or a little frustrated about the speed of progress and some of that might be about a goal you might set for just participating in a group exhibition or if you're further along your next big exhibition or Actually, you might have your eye on a gallery that you want to represent you. Whatever the scenario is for you, I think it's good to just think how comfortable and accepting are you of the progress that you're making? And does this issue ever arise for you where 
I want my results now comes to the surface. That feeling of I don't want to have to wait and I don't want to go through this endless learning journey. And yes, I know I've got mastery to manage and I've got to go on that process, but (laughs) God damn it, I want it now. (laughs) And I think that wanting to be there already, that feeling of impatience with our own progress, it's important to stop and acknowledge that. And when I did and I thought through, okay, well, how do I want to deal with these feelings? And I think just being honest in the first instance that that was how I was feeling. And despite my knowledge about the importance of the process and my love of the process normally, it was like, yeah, but. And past acknowledgement, what is it that I'm doing in my head? And I feel like sometimes, and I see with this with other artists that I work with and having that, what it is when you unpack it is that you've made some external marker mean something about you and your art. And it might be about your worthiness. It might be about your saleability. It might be about your profitability. It might be about your status. But it's quite core. Whatever it is, it's something close to my identity. And I wonder if this issue is for you, then is that true for you too? So my example is if you wanted to get picked up by a particular well-known gallery to represent you, if that doesn't happen, what have you then made that mean? So does that mean that you're never going to be any good? Or does that mean you're never going to make it as an artist? Or you're just a middle of the road artist and you shouldn't have such lofty goals? You know, we embed all sorts of meanings that are quite negative about this progress. And I think in my case, I feel that because I set the goals with really what I think is really reasonable, not lofty, not outrageous timeframes, that if it doesn't happen in a, that time frame, then it therefore must mean something. You know, I've kind of given it all sorts of loading that isn't very helpful. And that is really where it comes to us in this review phase. But mind you, it can strike at any time of the year. It's not just the end of year. But in the review phase, when you look at, well, what have I achieved? The thing that I like to do is if this issue comes up and just acknowledge it head on and unpack what we've made that mean, those lack of achievements, that lack of progress, the fact that you haven't got those results right now, if you unpack what you've made that mean and really look at that and decide, is that really reasonable? And then I think the next thing is to look at being grateful for how far you've already come. And that's the flip for me. And can I say, I am grateful for how far I've already come. Because if I can do that with a full heart, then those feelings of frustration can lessen. And that feeling of impatience can actually be dialed back a bit. Now, if anyone who's listened to me, been on any of my courses, you'll know that I use a technique called tapping, which is the emotional freedom technique. And I love that as a go-to for this particular issue because it gets the cortisol, which is our fight flight nervous system, which is turned on by all those feelings swilling around of not being good enough. It can just take that down a notch. And then the gratitude for how far you've come and the ability to see really clearly how far you've come is much more likely to penetrate and you're much more likely to have an objective review of what you've achieved. 
So I'm just sharing these thoughts with you because at this time of year, when everyone's reviewing their goals and thinking about going into the new year, I want you to do it with the greatest sense of what you've already achieved and be really open to that and have that really dialed in, if you like, for being able to think forward and be more adventurous because you always are more adventurous with your goals in the new year and thinking about where you want to take your art practice if it's coming off a solid basis of understanding what you've already achieved, what you've already delivered for your art practice, what you've learnt, all the skills that you're bringing in, all the capacities that you've grown over the last year and those milestones and wins and have them right at the fore of your mind before you start to think about this new year and what might that hold and what might be your goals for your art practice and your art business. So one of the things I also want to share is that I feel that one of the ways to anchor back into the process, maybe take your eyes off this frustration that you have with the results not coming fast enough, is to get external help. And well, that can be quite helpful. In my review, I noted a couple of the online challenges that I did that have been run for artists that I really enjoyed in the last couple of years. And I wanted to mention a couple that I've personally found lots of fun and helpful in different ways. They might also be something that get you back focused on the process of the journey rather than any frustration you might feel or any impatience you might feel around the results. So the first one I want to mention is one that I've just joined that I'm doing with Susan Yates, and that's the 30-Day Sketchbook Challenge. It's being hosted by Susan and it starts on January 1. And you can find all the info on Instagram via the handle at 30 Day Sketchbook Challenge. So I'm looking forward to that. Another one that I've done in the last couple of years, which I also really enjoyed, which is hosted by Tara Lever, is 21 Days in My Art World. And Tara's said that she's going to start that on the 2nd of January in the new year. So this is something that I really enjoyed because it triggered a lot of reflections for me because you follow along with the prompts that Tara sends out each day. And I like that prompt response sometimes can be really a lot of fun. And I got all sorts of insights because out of the box, I was reflecting on things like, you know, what is my process and what has been one of my favorite tools and what are my favorite books for art and So it got me not only reflecting on mine, but seeing what other responses are by other artists. I've learned heaps and I really, really enjoy that community that occurs. Another one, which is a bit of a fave I've done the last couple of years, and it starts 31st of January, hosted by Lindsay Jean Thompson, and it's the 100 Day Project. And the thing I like about the 100 Day Project is it's a bigger expanse of time. So Obviously, 21 days in my art world, it's done and dusted in three weeks. It's not a huge amount of commitment. You can get in and participate as much as you can during that three weeks and then move on with your life. One of the things I love about that is the short commitment. And one of the things I love about the 100 day project is that it's not that. It's actually a longer commitment. It's something that I've found is really good to stretch and Because it's a self-selected project, I've picked something that I found really interesting and that I know will hold my attention for multiple weeks. One of the tricks that I found with the 100-day project was really to come at it with something that made it more doable and accessible for me. So not only did I pick something I was really interested in, but I decided to do it in 10 lots of 10 days. 
And I find that does something to my brain. It kind of helps it see it in more bite-sized pieces. And that's been a real win. And the second year that I did it, which is the year just gone, I explored mark making and I made a series of little sample cards that have got a hole in it and I can just thread it onto a ring and I can take it and use it almost like a library, like you would, you know, color swatches. It was a lot of fun. And both times I got to about day 70 and I did finish to a day 100, but I was totally happy with that. Part of it was look at what I'd achieved in the 70 days I did do. So if you're interested in the 100 day project, but feel a bit daunted by the scale of it, I recommend not letting that put you off. It also is quite forgiving. I mean, you can still be doing your 100 day project in December. Nobody cares. Nobody minds. And I certainly was doing it in September this year. So I feel that there's a lot of scope in the 100 day project. And usually in the lead up to the start around the sort of last weeks of January, you'll find people posting what they're going to do. And if you're stuck for a project, you might get some inspiration from other artists with what they're doing. So you just need to follow along with the hashtag, the 100 day project. And if you'd like to read a little bit more about these online challenges, the 21 days of my art world and the 100 day project, you can jump onto my website, michellewalker.com.au forward slash studio notes. And you'll see I've got a blog post there called Those Unfinished 100 Day Projects. And in that, I've given you some hot tips and tricks about how to get through some of these challenges and get the most out of them. So that's it from me. I just wanted to jump on and I also want to take this opportunity to wish you an incredibly wonderful holiday season. May it be full of joy and peace. And may you have lazy times in conversation with people you love and care about. Here in Australia, it's warm, it's sunny. Usually we eat quite a lot of prawns and drink quite a lot of ice water at this time of year. Some people beer, some people wine. But it really is a time to restock and recharge. And I'm looking forward to spending the next 10 days or so in a much quieter mode and looking forward to then jumping on to the podcast early in the new year. So we'll be back in the swing of things. And I really appreciate you listening and if you get a chance, I'd love it if you could send us some any feedback, any thoughts about this particular issue that I've raised, or perhaps you've got other online challenges that you've done that you really enjoyed and send those through because I'm happy to share those through future episodes of the podcast because I think they're a fantastic way of growing and learning and building community and connecting with other artists because they are truly a global phenomenon. So thank you for listening. If you would like to, I'd love it if you jump on and give a review for us in iTunes. It just helps other people find the podcast and share it with your friends. So from me for now, I send you lots of love and wishes for the holiday season and we'll see you the other side of the end of year wrap. Bye for now.